Matthew chapter 21, verse 42. Jesus saith unto them, Did you never read in the Scriptures the stone which the builders reject, rejected, the same is became it become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. I titled this message the chief cornerstone. Uh, as many times when God speaks to me about what He would have me to preach, it's usually, I don't know, sometimes He just gives me a little phrase. Sometimes uh, I'll... There will be some little event that happens and He'll just speak to me in an instant and I know it's Him when He does it because the thought won't leave me for the rest of the day. But yesterday I was mowing and as I came around behind the church, I made a little turn and uh, there's a block back there holding up the back of the church as most of you all know how houses are set on blocks. And I came about that close to hitting that block. Now it wasn't close enough to do any damage, but... When I did that, I saw the block and the thought came to me, the chief cornerstone. And you know, God began to speak to me and uh, so that's what we want to talk about tonight. You know, Jesus claimed to be the fulfillment of this scripture that's back in Psalms and He claimed that He was the one that was the head of the corner. The one that the builders rejected. And He was right. He was rejected by the builders and cast aside but he was made the head of the corner. Now, what does all that mean? You know, those are big, fancy words that is phrases and terminology that don't mean much to us today. But it meant something then. It, it had it had a big meaning in a big way because if you know anything about the way buildings are built, especially stone buildings back then, they built everything with stone. The way they would do it is there was this this one huge stone on the corner of every building. And that, that stone is what carried the weight. There was one on every corner. So this, this one that was on top, this really big one, is what all the weight was carried on for this building. And there was also usually one particular stone that was, uh, of, you know, one of the corners they would pick that they would use this as kind of a memorial for this building that was being erected. And they would sometimes carve the names of the people that worked on the building or whatever it was. You know, this building was dedicated for whatever purpose or whatever it may be. Sometimes now you see that on plaques in buildings when they're built. And they would use this chief cornerstone for that purpose. So you see what Jesus was saying was that He was... Not only a building block and what God's plan was, but He was the chief cornerstone. He was, he was the very thing that, that was the memorial for why this building was being built. It was, it was all based on Him. Now think about that for a minute. He is the, the foundation of it. All of it rests upon Him and what He did. Not just Him as, as the man that came from God. But what He did on this earth while He was here. Our beliefs are all based upon Him. I remember watching my dad when I was a kid. I would go help him during the summers when I wasn't in school. He was a bricklayer, as most of y'all know. And 
I remember watching him build a rock fireplace. And if y'all have ever seen anybody build a rock fireplace, it's not like building a brick fireplace. You know, bricks are all the same size. You can pick up whichever one you want and put up there and it all matches up the same. But rocks are a little different. And he would start building and he would, he would sometimes kind of lay out, pick and choose these stones and lay them out before he ever put them up. And as he would start building, he would get to a certain point and he'd pick up the rock he thought was going to work there and it wouldn't work. So he'd toss that one aside and find something else that would fit. But you know, it always amazed me that usually at some other point as he's building this fireplace, he would have to go back and pick up that rock and it would fit somewhere else. Jesus was the stone that the builders rejected. But listen, there was a master builder. There was one that was greater than they were. Who were the builders? The builders were the priests and those that were in religious leadership positions of the time. They rejected the stone, Jesus. But there was a master builder. There was one greater than them that knew where His place was. They, he, he knew what He had sent Jesus to do and they, He knew His position. So even though they rejected Him as a cornerstone, God made Him the head of the corner. He made Him the, the chief cornerstone. He put Him above everything else. And because of that, we have a foundation that is stronger than any other building that has been built. It's stronger than any other religion you can find. There is a solid rock as our foundation. And that solid rock is not a foundation that's made of sand like any other religion you can find. It's, it's not going to move. It's there for all of eternity because that's how God designed the whole process. If you begin to look at other religions, you'll see that they don't stand the test of time. I'm going to kind of skip ahead in my notes here. I don't know how many of y'all have heard of this particular church. There's a church called Growing in Grace. If you ever hear anything about it, I want you to listen and pay close attention. And I'm not trying to... I don't want to get into anything tonight trying to scare anybody. I'm not trying to manipulate you in any way. But I won't, I'm, I'm going to illustrate to you in a minute why this is important. There's a man, his name is Jose Luis de Jesus Miranda. If that ain't a tongue twister, I don't know what he is. This man is the leader of this church that has millions in its membership. Yeah, I said millions. All over the world. This isn't you know, one of the mega churches here in the United States that has several hundred thousand. I'm talking all over the world. He first claimed in the 80s to be the Apostle Paul reincarnated. And then at a later time, he declared that God had revealed to him that he was Jesus 
the second coming. Well, now he has announced that he is the Antichrist. And he has, I don't say want to say required, but he has tried to uh, impress upon his members to have a tattoo on their forearm of 666. And he tells them that you know this church is based on a principle that says there is no sin. He tells them that this 666 is not a bad thing. It's a seal of prosperity. Now when you, when you listen to what this church teaches and, and the massive numbers of people that are just flocking to it, it ought to send chills down your spine. But the point I want to make to you tonight is that all of this is just evidence of of what this world is going to. I don't know if this man is the true Antichrist. I don't know anything about him as a person, but I do know that this is just signs of the times. I know that the Word tells us that there will be many Antichrists. The Word tells us that there's going to be many that come and say that they are Jesus. But what I want you all to know tonight is that uh, let's turn to Ephesians 2 and 19. Ephesians 2, chapter, 9, chapter 2, verse 19. says, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone, What I want you all to know tonight is that there's already a foundation laid. And if you're not building your your house, so to speak, upon that foundation, you're building it up on something else. And there is another Scripture I want to share with you. It's in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 10. It says, According to the grace of God which is given unto me as a wise master builder... I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth their own. Buildeth their own. But let every man take heed now how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So you see, there's going to be others that try to lay a foundation, but there's not going to be another foundation that's built upon the rock. Everything else is built upon the sand and it won't stand the test of time. Because there will come a day when the chief cornerstone, the head of the corner returns to this earth to set up His kingdom and everything else is going to pass away. The Word tells us that there will come a time when this earth passes away and there's a new heaven and new earth. So what are you building your foundation on? What are you building upon that foundation? What foundation are you using? If it's not based on the principles that Jesus Christ came and gave to us and that the apostles uh, built their portion up on, then you need to change course. You need to find out the right way to do it. You need to make sure that your life is being based upon biblical principles and not what some man has taught you. You know, the problem with all these millions of people that are following this this idiot 
is that they don't know what the Word of God says. And when they hear this compelling story from this master orator, I'm sure, they're duped into believing that somehow there's a shred of truth to what he's saying. And I want you all to understand that every... uh, Every imitation that Satan offers is just that. It's an imitation. It mimics the very things that Christ came to set up in this world. But that's all it can do is mimic it. It can never, it can never attain to the same level that, that, the, that what Jesus did, what He accomplished... Everything we do as a church needs to be built upon Jesus. I heard a man preach a while back, and I've told you all this before. This phrase stuck in my mind, and I probably will, will remember it the rest of my life, but he says we need to preach Jesus. If we're not preaching Jesus, what, what is the point? Everything we preach better go back to Jesus. Christ is the material that we build our churches upon, or it should be. That solid rock. We need to know what we believe, and we need to know the Scriptures that go with it. If somebody came and asked you tomorrow, well, what does your church believe? What would you tell them? If somebody came to you tomorrow and, and asked, what does it take to become a Christian? What would you tell them? You need to think these things out. You need to know the answer beforehand. Before somebody asks the question, have the answer prepared. And listen, I'm not just telling you this tonight because this is just the, the monthly sermon that comes around and I'm trying to rejuvenate you and build you up. I'm trying to tell you that there is a solid rock that your beliefs should be placed upon and if they're not, then you're wavering in sand. You're just drifting by and by wondering where the next little thing's going to come from because you don't know what anything is based on if you don't know the Word. The Word is Jesus. Jesus is the Word. And when He came and gave that to us, that, that salvation by grace, He didn't do it just so you could get out of hell. He did it so that you could be with Him but listen, there's a price to pay. That price that you have to pay is knowing a little bit about Him. And you know, we talked this morning about love. You can't help anybody else if you don't know the Word. You can't change anything in their life for the better if you don't have the Word to give to them. you got to know what you believe. You have got to be founded on that rock. The chief cornerstone. The head of the corner. He wasn't just any rock. He wasn't just a casual thing. You know, He wasn't uh, just yet one more piece to the puzzle. You know, you can look at, at this Bible and from cover to cover and you'll see there was a master plan that God had. 
This wasn't just a series of, of unfortunate events, so to speak. These things didn't just... It wasn't just a chain of events that happened. God had a plan when He put these things in motion. And because of that, we look to Jesus as the leader of our faith. He is the, he's the one that, that kind of brought it all together. You know, there were a lot of things in the works. There were a lot of ways that God had dealt with men. But Jesus was the culmination of all of those things. He was the, the one piece that when it was put in place, just like He said, it's finished. There's nothing else that needs to be done. He came and He finished it. He did it all. When that chief cornerstone was put in place, that was it. The building was complete. I really don't know how else to close this tonight. I just want to remind you that You know, these two messages today, both of them involved a church as a group, and at the same time it involves your personal life with Jesus. As we go through our life, and and whatever it is you do, I don't know what y'all do during the week. Whatever you do. You know, there was this, this little trendy thing a few years back, and these kids would wear these bracelets. It had WWJD. What would Jesus do? And there was good and bad said about that. But I want y'all to really think about not what would Jesus do, but how would Jesus have me do it? Are the things I'm doing in my life, my personal life, and, and as a church, as we we go forward and we come up with whatever it is that God is leading us to do, make sure those things are truly being led by God, number one. And number two, make sure that anything we do is based on Jesus. If you build it up on a solid rock, I know these are cliches, if you build it up on a solid rock, it'll stand the test of time. There's something to to hang on to. There's something to, to, to tie yourself down to. And you can withstand the storms then of life. You know, I see churches all the time that they come up with all sorts of things to keep people busy. I'm not trying to tell you all that a church having events is bad. But... We need to be careful that what we do is something that is productive. And not just in the worldly sense. I mean, if it's not based on Jesus, why are we doing it? Isn't there something else that we could do that might be a little more productive? Something that that is based on Jesus that's going to actually reach into the heart of somebody's life. 